Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Beautifully Complicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sheena, and I'm super excited that you are tuning into the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, this episode is chock full of yummy goodness for my biz bosses, so get yourself ready. But first, let's run down the show, shall we? In segment one, what's happening now, new allegations and arrest for R. Kelly have been a hot topic of the news, so I want to hit on that as a follow-up to the last show. Also, speaking of legal matters, Trump's fixer, Michael Cohen, stopped by Capitol Hill to share his story of what he experienced while working with Donald Trump. Then, buttoning up the segment with a quick announcement on Rihanna, the resident empire builder. She has a new line coming soon. In segment two, self-care, I'm ready to release the toxins, and you should be too. An act of self-care is removing poisonous toxins from your life, whether it be distractions or people, and I'm talking about how and why we do it. In segment three, Black Excellence, the focus is on Kim Lewis, CEO and co-founder of the natural hair care line Curl Mix. In segment four, The Biz Corner, growth is on my mind, and I want you to start thinking about what it means to build with the end in mind and plan for scale from the start. No friend host this week, so grab your tea and let's talk. Segment one, what's happening now? Hey everyone. Okay, it has been far too long since I last recorded and I feel pretty bad about that. Things have been very hectic, and so I haven't been as consistent as I would have liked. I'm glad to say that I feel like I'm getting back on track and have a plan to get things moving in the way that I want to see them move, and that includes the Beautifully Complicated podcast. Thanks for tuning in and continuing to support the show. We've seen a steady audience growth, and I hope that continues with the support of all of you. It is much appreciated, and I am truly, truly humbled by it. Anyway, let's get to the show. I'm glad to be back. So much has gone on. And in an effort to keep the show around 30 minutes, I'll try to hit the highlights that I think speak to what we've been talking about here. So let's start it off with R. Kelly, who I talked about on the last show with the release of the Surviving R. Kelly documentary. 
since our last show, R. Kelly has been under criminal investigation for new tapes that were brought to light that allegedly showed him engaging in sexual acts with a 14-year-old girl who repeatedly stated she was 14 in the tape. Robert Kelly, the disgraced R&B crooner, was indicted on 10 counts of aggravated sexual abuse against four victims, three being underage at the time of the alleged crimes per prosecutors on the case. The crimes that Kelly allegedly committed, I have to say allegedly for legal reasons, uh, took place between 1998 to 2010. Now, Cook County State's Attorney Kim Fox has stated that one alleged victim has a shirt with Kelly's DNA on it, which has been tested and proven to be his DNA. He surrendered to police on Friday, February 22nd, and was granted a $1 million bond. His bail of $100,000 was posted the following Monday. And then just this past week, he uh, went back to court for uh, to child support charges where he was told that he needed to pay his outstanding balance for support. And uh, he showed up not with one hundred plus thousand dollars that was required of him. And so he was taken into custody. And at the time of this recording, as far as I'm aware, he is still in jail. So that's that. Now, we have watched for years as R. Kelly has skated by relatively unscathed with this alleged behavior of sexual assault of minors, mostly black girls. The last credible accusation was in the early 2000s and it dragged on for several years with an ultimate acquittal, even with solid evidence. His alleged victims being black girls is not lost on me when we think about how those alleged acts have been going on for decades. As a black woman, I'm more than aware of how black women and girls' voices are often silenced when it comes to speaking out about injustices or assaults endured both within and outside of our community. There is a cult-like following that surrounds R. Kelly that would rather protect his reputation and their love for his music than hold him accountable for alleged abuses against little girls. They'd rather blame those who are victimized than that who have abused. I have watched as so many black women and men ran to his side, protecting him and calling the girls fast, amongst other things. What do you do when you'd rather protect an alleged serial child rapist than hold him accountable? It is baffling. Even upon posting bail and leaving prison, Kelly was met outside the prison gates by fans yelling that they loved him and they were excited that he was out and they were going to continue to support him, listen to his music. Then he left there, went on to a McDonald's, one of the locations that is alleged that was a place that he would pick up teen girls. This thing is pathological, yet folks have no problem continuing to support him. I stand with those who have been victimized, who have been taken advantage of, and unfortunately tossed away by so many. I am grateful that there is now a movement like the Mute R. Kelly movement that is focused on ensuring his music is silenced and he gets a long overdue day in court that results in these allegations becoming convictions. 
Black girls and women should be protected like everyone else. Our story should be heard and taken seriously. We shouldn't have to see our abusers continue to thrive while we suffer the weight of their abuse against our sisters and daughters. This is a good step in something that was a long time coming and I will keep my eye on this development. Now, also this past week, when it comes to R. Kelly, we had the interview that was done with him by Gail King, where she really questioned him about some of the past allegations, his current allegations that he's facing and allowed him to speak for himself. And we saw an emotional and sometimes erratic R. Kelly um, lashing out as he talked about the allegations that are before him and uh, his feeling that he is being attacked and fighting for his life and blah, 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 blah. Gail King gave a masterclass, though, in that interview as she sat there stoic, poised and focused, focused on giving getting the responses that she wanted from R. Kelly with the barrage of questions that so many of us have. Uh, she definitely stood in for a lot of people who would have loved to have gotten the interview and asked the hard hitting questions without letting up, without being afraid of his outburst, but continue to be stoic as black women would honestly be most of the time when we're in such situations and pushing and pressing him to still stay his thought process and have him answer for the allegations that are against him. So Gail King did a phenomenal job with that. So I recommend checking out that interview. In other news, speaking of a day in court, Michael Cohen, Donald Trump's longtime fixer and personal lawyer, sat in hearings led by the Democratic House over the last couple of weeks, with one being a public hearing that had all of us glued to the TV. Now, uh, not going to spend much time on this topic as I'm exhausted by the nonstop news coverage, but Cohen is an interesting guy. He's already heading to prison for many things, amongst them being lying to Congress on behalf of Trump, coming back to clear his name and to set the record straight to House Democrats and the American public was a very smart move. And boy, did he set the record straight. He laid out money laundering schemes, the payoff to Stormy Daniels and Karen McDougal, WikiLeaks dump, shady business dealings, and even alluded to ongoing investigations by the Southern District of New York and Mueller into the Trump family business, corruption and obstruction of justice. Now, of course, Republicans weren't having it because they don't like anyone who comes up against their fearless leader. They forget that they are a co-equal branch of government to the executive where the presidency resides. They decided their plan of attack would be to continue to note that Cohen was a liar. Never mind. He lied for their dear leader and worked with him for 10 years as a liar, amongst other things. So isn't that the same as throwing him under the bus too? throwing under the bus, your fearless leader? Because he surrounded himself with people who were liars who lied on his behalf. Anyway, I digress. So Cohen laid it out there for them that he used to do what they are doing. Uh, he used to do Trump's bidding. And look where it has gotten him. He warned Republicans of the path they're on with Trump. It even warned America that in the event Trump loses in 2020, there wouldn't be a peaceful transition of power. That was unnerving. Yet... Republicans did not care. 
Here is something that the last few years has made painfully clear. The Republicans aren't interested in our government as a democracy or Democratic Republic, uh, which is what they like to correct people to. They don't even care for real about the Constitution unless you're referring to their beloved Second Amendment. They are actually perfectly fine with an authoritarian government as long as their guy is in charge. It's despicable. Yet here we are. I have many thoughts and opinions on all of this. Too many, really. But I will say this. We have to stay vigilant and focused on 2020. We need to ensure we don't support Democrats tearing each other apart in the primary. We need them to keep it clean and fight fair. Then we need them to support all of them, the official nominee completely. Then we need a clear agenda in taking back the presidency at that point. We can't rest on our laurels thinking everyone is fed up and ready to do something about it. Ballot box. We have to remain committed in knowing that many people are apathetic and have no care to vote at all. We have to get them engaged into the ballot box. We need to work with getting young people involved in politics and voting. They need to be made aware as to how their generation is impacted by decisions made by leaders now. Octogenarians who will be dead in 20 years is deciding the next 50 years of their lives. They need to know and understand that we have to be vigilant and clear in our messages and motivate people to the ballot box to take the country back and move it again in the right direction. Now, before I move forward to talk about Rihanna, who I love, one more thing did happen that was related to the Trump administration this week, and that was the um, sentencing of Paul Manafort. Paul Manafort, who was up on, I don't even know how many felony counts, um, had a sentencing recommendation by the prosecutors for tax fraud and other uh, money related issues that he had accrued for him to get anywhere from 19 to 25 years in prison. The judge T.S. Ellis had instead decided that was way too harsh. And so he only gave him four years, 3.9 months to be exact of prison time in his sentencing this week, which is absolutely insane. Um, It's something that, young black boys and brown boys uh, and men and women do not get. It's just not. They don't get that leniency from the court to go against what the prosecutors have recommended for that person to receive um, for sentencing. They get the book thrown at them. They get the harshest sentence that could possibly be granted to them oftentimes for something small like possession of weed or something like that. Something that should maybe get them maybe a year in prison. I think I don't see, I think a lot of these drug charges are um, sentencing for drugs, drugs and things of that nature. These nonviolent crimes are absolutely insane. I do think that we are over sentencing overall, but I believe that until we correct the criminal justice system, then if a black man who committed that same crime would get 20 years in prison, there is no reason for this white man not to get the same. And I think that 
America got to see Thursday night, the differences um, of how justice is applied to people in this country. And it's not equal. It is not blind. Justice absolutely does see who and what it wants to see. And it is levied against those people based off of particular attributes. And it's an absolutely horrific thing to see that happen and then turn around Friday and see Justice Smollett uh, with, I believe, a 16 felony counts levied against him by the grand jury in Chicago for his alleged false um, police report and whatnot. Insane. It really is insane um, to see somebody who possibly may have, and we don't know because so much has happened around that story. It's not even funny, but who possibly or who is being accused of um, orchestrating his own attack against himself and then filing a false police report and giving false information to the police regarding said attack. For that person to get 16 felony counts against him um, for something like that, but someone who has defrauded America of millions, tens of millions of dollars in financial crimes get four years in prison. I really don't know what to say about that. I think that we are now witnessing the true uh, U.S. justice system on center stage. And I am hopeful that with this many eyes being able to truly see the differences at this level, people will begin to push and demand for fair sentencing, for us to really think about how everybody is, um, is how everybody has to interact with the justice system and that we are not looking at somebody's skin color or, um, ethnic background or religion or their financial circumstances to decide what type of sentencing or what type of charges they should receive. And we really need to rethink that. There is a lot of work that needs to happen around criminal justice reform. And I'm hopeful that what we have saw this week is going to push more people to see that and open their eyes and hopefully allow us to be able to get on the right track to improve our criminal justice system. Now, moving on, Rihanna, fellow boss woman in business. Seriously, y'all, she is major. She has officially announced the name of her fashion line and is rumored to start a gardening and stationary office supply line, which is rumored. I'm still investigating those claims because I don't know if that's really true, but we don't care because whatever she starts, we'll buy it. It really doesn't matter. Riri, the anti-queen, is out here showing us what it means to be a business maven, shutting down industries and building empires. As a businesswoman and one who envisions herself with an empire someday, I admire Rihanna to no end. Uh, My God, she has a shoe line, a lingerie line, a makeup line, and now is launching a fashion line with LVMH Fashion House, Louis Vuitton, Moet Hennessy is the name of the fat is the fashion house. LVMH houses uh, Givenchy, Marc Jacobs, and Fendi, amongst many, many other names. She burst on the scene as a music artist and has made stellar album after stellar album. But her foray into the world of business is really what has put her in a whole new light. 
She has successfully navigated this new world and has seen cult-like success, especially for Fenty beauty products. I'm going to continue watching her and let her serve as a reminder that you don't have to do just one thing. You can go for what you want in life and make things happen. Obviously, she focused on one project at a time, but she has definitely put her pans in many pots as she continues to expand her empire. Do the same for your own endeavors. So I wanted to end the segment on a high note, especially as a woman of business. It is important to me to talk more about business in this podcast as time goes on and make sure that part of me is being shared effectively with you guys. So we can push for political change and fight for justice while also putting in the work to create empires because we are just that great. Segment two, self-care. Let's remove the toxins so we can stay focused on getting to work. Over the past few weeks, I have had more than my fair share of conversations and interactions with people who are basically saying enough is enough to toxic people and things in their lives. They're letting the foolishness slide off their back and fall right into the trash. They're waving their hands and walking away while saying, I'm done. Why? Because in this day and age, it is a waste of time and energy to continue to fuel and feed toxicity. That is toxic people and toxic things that can easily consume you and drain you of energy. Toxicity can literally block your blessings. It can halt your destiny. Toxicity can kill you. The focus in this self-care segment is to get you on track to greatness by carving out and disposing of the toxins. So first, let's carve out toxic distractions. Time is finite. When it is gone, it's gone. There is no way to get that time back. On our quest to transforming our lives and walking in destiny, we have to be clear about the things that are distractions that don't deserve to even take up that space in our lives. It's social media and mindless scrolling that eats at hours of our time. I know this one all is all up in my mix because I am guilty of mindless scrolling when I should be brand building and bringing in paying customers and clients. Toxic distractions can be online shopping or falling down some random rabbit hole when you should be researching that thing that you envision that is linked to your destiny. Identify your toxic distraction so that we can carve it out. Next, let's talk toxic events. Yes. Events, things that happen, things that we put on our agenda that doesn't add to us in any way from making us better at what we do, bringing true peace or joy or even elevate us in any way. I'm not saying that your time at the bar is diminishing you. It may not be if it's the joy of spending time with the people who cherish uh, you, who you cherish dearly while you're there. We need those moments, fun interactions. It's those that bring us down and pulls from us that is toxic. It's going to the bar even though you don't want to and sitting there feeling out of place and disgusted, but sucking it up because it's what everyone else is doing. It's you being social, even though you don't feel like being social at the moment and you're not gaining anything from it. That's a toxic event. It's not adding to you in any way. We don't need those in our lives. Instead, do what you love 
partake in events that pour into you and add to you instead of stealing from you, it's time to toss away those toxic events and say no to attending them. Finally, it's beyond time that we get rid of toxic people. This is probably the most difficult one for so many of us. I know I've talked about getting rid of toxic people on a previous episode, but it is so important as we remove the toxins from our lives in an act of self-care and to get in track to destiny that we remove everything and everybody that is a hindrance. Toxic people come in the form of friends who don't uplift you when you're down, but rather center themselves and tell you to focus on them while you're trying to get yourself together. Toxic people are those who bring nonstop negativity and pain into your life, whether it be in words or actions. Toxic people are those we hold on to because of familial relationships or long-term friendships. We grew out of relationships And just because we have time or history with someone doesn't mean they fit in with your destiny. We have to take time to take a hard look at the people who surround us and ask if the relationship is a symbiotic one where we uplift and nurture each other. Or is it a parasitic one where one sucks the life out of the other? Also, check yourself and make sure you're not the toxic one. This isn't a moment where we decide because someone gives us critical feedback that they're toxic. We know good critical feedback when we get it. This is one we determine if someone or this is when we determine if someone's negativity or harmful ways is harming us instead of helping us and vice versa with us and them. That's what we take heed. We take note of and we remove those toxic people so you can continue forward on your journey to destiny. So let's get rid of the toxic distractions, events, and people and get focused and real on hitting those goals and charting the course to see our dreams materialize. Distractions are dream killers. Toxins can be lethal. Get serious about what lies ahead of you and root out anything that isn't watering and nurturing your vision and destiny. Segment three, Black Excellence. Well, let me start off this segment by saying that Black History Month 2019 was a wash this past February. I didn't roll out any new episodes, but boy, was it full of trash things happening from people in blackface. Folks handing out cotton to black kids and telling them to imagine themselves as slaves. Sexual assault allegations against black folk. Countless racist events. I just, ugh, well... Thankfully, we're giving ourselves a do-over and Black Twitter has announced that beginning Juneteenth, we're making this summer Black History Summer. So that's that on that. So let's jump into Black Excellence. This episode, I'm spotlighting someone who's relatively unknown, but is sure to have her products seated on many natural hair counters across the nation. I'm talking about Kim Lewis founder and CEO of the hair care brand Curl Mix. Kim and her husband Tim launched the brand in 2015 and has been reinventing and improving on it ever since. Moving from a DIY subscription model to a set product line has allowed them the opportunity to better secure funding and see growth in their business. 
With funding from Backstage Capital, a badass venture capitalist firm founded by Arlen Hamilton, a former Black Excellence Spotlight holder, they were able to start scaling their business more. And with advice from an advisor, they began to focus on the boxes that were making the most in sales and scaling that. In 2018, they found themselves making a million dollars in sales. And now with the goal of making 20 million, 10 million, excuse me, in 2019, Kim Lewis and her husband, Tim, are ready to take Curl Mix to the next level of natural hair care. They were featured this past week on Shark Tank, making their pitch to the sharks for additional funding to continue to scale and grow their business. This type of story is what I like to share to remind all of my fellow entrepreneurs that you can do this. Curl Mix had declining sales in 2017 and saw a great turnaround in $1 million in sales by end of 2018. With the right focus and tenacity and paying attention to what works, you can see your business do the same. Shout out to Kim Lewis and the Curl Mix team. She exemplifies Black excellence in business. Segment four, The Biz Corner. In this episode of The Biz Corner, I want to focus in on the scalability of your business. As you have launched and made changes and improved upon your business model, you have to think about what it means to see the growth you want. You enter into business with the idea of seeing it becoming something great, not remaining stagnant. With that said, we should build on it with that growth in mind. What would scaling this business look like? What will it require? I want you to create your brand and business with the idea that it can be as great as you want it to be. Then I want you to set realistic goals for and targets. How many units do you want to sell in year one? How many clients do you want to have? What is the goal revenue amount you want this year and how do you get it? You have to define these things for your business, put it on paper and crunch the numbers. Now, what will it require to make these things reality? That is scaling from the start. Identified needs to scale appropriately to make growing pains a bit less painful. You have a plan that you thought through and worked through that will work. You know who you need to bring on. You know what vendors can meet your needs with supplies. You know how much money it will take to grow your business because you did the legwork from the beginning Many entrepreneurs fear growth because they don't know how they'll handle it. They want to they want to see it. They want to see their brand bigger, but they are afraid of what they met that may entail. They are afraid to fail. Well, when you have a solid plan that is well thought out from the beginning and have identified all areas where you need to be able to flex to grow, you're more likely to succeed and the growth feels more organic and ideally progressed uh, instead of all of a sudden. Map it out. What is the business? How does it operate? What does it need to operate effectively? How can I bring on new people? When do I need to start adding to my team? What does that transition of duties look like? Can my vendors meet my need? Do I have identified backup suppliers that are vetted and tested? These are things that you have to look into and think through when you're focused on scaling. Doing it from the beginning makes it easier to approve upon when that growth begins and you start to hit those target numbers that you are aiming for. 
I have a handy dandy free resource on this for you available to download on my website, SheenaHunt.com. When you click the button to subscribe to my mailing list, you can get a free copy of Scaling from the Startup, a workbook to help you start thinking about developing the plan for successfully scaling your business. Download it and subscribe to my mail mailing list where we will share other free tools from time to time and help you reach your destiny. If you want to collaborate with me on developing this for yourself, feel free to hit that contact button on the site. Well, that is the show. Empire building is indeed complicated. And I had a great time talking about an empire builder, Robin Fenty, a.k.a. Rihanna, to what it means to remove uh, toxicity toxicity out of your lives so you can effectively build in a woman or rather power couple building a natural hair care line with curl mix and its traction we're seeing happen in real time and wrapping it up with scaling and prepping your brand for future growth how to do it and how beneficial it is to do it from the start as i continue to improve upon beautifully complicated and tie it into my own growth and areas of focus i hope to fold in more of the things that can be of great benefit to you my listener especially those of you who are entrepreneurs I want to be an asset in your bag, in your phone, in your ear, helping you manifest your dreams. I hope you enjoyed this episode and took some notes. Don't forget to download my new free workbook, Scaling from the Startup. It is available on my website, SheenaHunt.com. Click the button on the homepage to subscribe to my newsletter and get the workbook for free. I'll even include this link in the show notes. Also, talked about R. Kelly and the ongoing criminal investigations into him. We'll see how much this plays out. And the investigations into Donald Trump and his company and administration. Much more to come on those fronts. If you haven't already, make sure you like the Beautifully Complicated podcast page on Facebook. The link is in the show notes. Follow me, Sheena, your host on Instagram and Twitter at SheenaD1. Or you can check out my website, SheenaHunt.com. Like the show rate, subscribe, and share it with family and friends. Make sure you continue the conversation from the show on our page or with those around you. I look forward to hearing from you. Stay connected, stay fabulous, and always remember the best life is beautifully complicated. are on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 